You're listening to a DM podcast. Let's go on yeah, a trip. Yeah, let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad. What was the question again? <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life. That's right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are. <laughs> so strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff, pour yourself a small bevy, and let's go. <laughs> Our next guest is one of the finest guitarists ever to come out of Auckland. Uh, Luckily enough, he decided to lob in Australia and became part of a fantastic art band, dare I say, metal as anything. And speaking of art, he's also been really the main driving force behind Mambo visually. He is an amazing person and we're so lucky to have him, Mr. Reg Mombasa. Hey, how you going? That was a that was a good that was a pretty good intro. Are you, are you happy yeah. with that? Yeah, it was good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I've great. done some sloppy ones. I've got to say, a little overly <laughs> flattering, but that's good. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll no, go with that. No, you're you're absolutely uh, that kind of person, Reg. I mean, you are a bit of a legend. We, I mean, Angie and I have played your songs a million times over. You've just sort of always been there, Reg. You've kind of always been there throughout our formative years and here you are now that we're all suddenly senior it's yeah, very that's lovely right. yeah no it's good to be still alive isn't it yeah <laughs> do you check yourself every morning as far as oh my god i'm still here yeah, yeah still here still waking up again another day <laughs> another gig too because let's face it reg uh, i should mention the new dog trumpet album which you've put together with your fabulous brother Petey, um which is called Shadowland, and is really have you both on song and you've been touring all over the place with it. Yeah, we just did Tasmania last weekend, which was great fun. I like Tasmania. It reminds me of New Zealand. Really mm. nice, nice scenery. Yeah, it's got a lot of that about it. Nice food. Cool weather. Very yeah, cool Yeah, weather. no, we, we, the last day we played at a festival near Hobart and it was, it was freezing. <laughs> I, had, I had my jersey and my hat on for the gig. It was out, outdoors, you know, so yeah. it was good. Do you play m- much mentals music these days? Well, with the, with Dog Trumpet, we we usually play um, Berserk and Egypt, which are songs that Peter and I wrote. And I mean, there's there's been a few other metal songs that we have played at times, but I mean, we generally only play our own mm. tunes. We, we we can't really sing Martin's or Greedy songs, yeah, a- accurately or. Appropriately, you know. They were so distinctive, weren't they? Yeah, definitely. Uh, But, I mean, those tunes uh, really did shape us, and and I think they were so reflective of the times. And I guess you guys still are putting out songs that are very reflective. Uh, One of the songs on your new album, uh, Fucking Idiots, I'm sure that'll be bleeped out somewhere, uh, is really, you know, fabulous because you go, yeah, I sort of get that. Yeah, no, it was, we've had a few problems with the swearing. It's caused a few problems of, you know, robot algorithms oh. on the net shutting you down and stopping you from doing Can, can I just things. interrupt there? Yep. Everybody swears all the time everywhere. That's right. I, I, every TV sh- show I watch, it's full of it. It's just, I think that I think that barrier's down now. I can't believe anyone would have any problem with it. Yeah, the barriers are still there in weird places, so it's, like, it's kind of, you know, I was surprised by that. Mm. But there you go. It's a great tune, though, I've got to say. And, and look, I mean, when you're sitting there writing now, because I've got a pretty good idea of where you write, Reg, because you used to live across the road from me or I used to live across the yeah. road from you. I still do, yes. <laughs> you're still in the same place, um, which is just a fabulous little oasis 
I think, with lots of cacti, if I remember that, Yeah, that's right, a few cacti. You know, I just sit at the kitchen table and write songs Yeah, play um, the guitar. It, it is a case. You just tend to soak up what's going on around you, and it's reflected in your art as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some you know, some of it, some of the arts, just looking at the window at the landscape. But yeah, I do tend to rant and rave on, you know, current events a little bit and history and religion to some extent, <laughs> in a ridiculous way. Hey, so Reg, can we get serious about being, you know, seniors? Yep. Is there anything that you um, don't like about getting older that you fear about getting older? <laughs> uh, well. I'm not going to complain because I complained once to to Todd Hunter about something rather. He said you should just be happy that you're still alive, and wow. I think that's a that's a good piece of advice. So, um, oh, you know, I've got a few slight you know health problems and been uh, had a few things happening, but uh, again, I'm, you know, you can't complain. I'm still alive. Lots of my friends and colleagues aren't. So, you know, and that's a hard one to le- deal with, isn't it? Um, your ghosts, your past. I think we're yeah. all in that area where we actually know quite a few people who have been gathered, as I like to say. Um, and you have to deal with that yourself by the fact that you're slightly haunted by those ghosts sometimes and how you sort of integrate that yeah, in your definitely. life and what you look at. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that. I mean that's the big thing, the big weird thing about being a human, isn't it, that all your, yourself and all your friends and relatives are at some stage going to get sick and die and you've got to, you've got to deal with that, so... Not sure quite how, but, you know. Well, how do you do it, Rich? Oh, I'm not sure how, I, if I really deal with that well. They have been saying lately that if you've got any worries about that, you should be taking psychedelics, mushrooms and stuff like that, which apparently is very helpful oh. for people that are, um, you know, got terminal illnesses or serious um, mental, you know, depression or anxiety. They reckon it can be very just a dose of... Mushrooms. I mean, I'm not a doctor and, or a mushroom specialist, so don't take my advice, Certainly. ladies and gentlemen. But um, <laughs> if you look into it, they are, you know, starting to use that stuff medically. You Got know, any mushrooms? Seriously? No. <laughs> no, but they are. You're exactly right. Yeah, no, and they, right. and in fact, the you know TGA, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, has actually, I think, approved the use of MDMA and psychedelics yeah, in right. some, you know. Clinical settings, which is in, fantastic. In limited limited settings, yeah, but I, no, it's great, and apparently it, it does work. I think it's part of the the whole experience that you actually have to sort of see that happen in your life um, because it, it does make you grow in a way. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think so. To be able to you know to a- accept the fact that you're not going to be around forever, and to not get too you know hung up on it and let it ruin your remaining living time you know yeah well we're all about that <laughs> hey so reg do you spend much time in nature is that important to you or are you a full 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 bore city man no i really appreciate nature nature from the television in fact i do a lot i even do drawings from the television sometimes and, and i love drawing from the car as it speeds through the bush really I do lots of drawings in the car yeah from, uh, you know quick quick, yeah. quick drawings quick of but, but Obviously no, no, not while I mean, you're I mean, driving. You know, I mean, I do enjoy occasionally being, you know, in the bush. I do some art residencies and recently we've been doing stuff up in the Blue Mountains up at um, in Katoomba and Lura. It's a thing called the Painted Rivers Project to do with, you know, eco- ecology and mm. water conservation and all that. But, you know, getting out with other artists in the bush and doing some drawing or painting is, is very, um, you know, engaging activity. 
So the art, it really has defined you in many different ways right from the start because you met at art school Marty and Greedy and, well, Pete you already knew, uh, and um, your drummer. Bird, yeah. Bird. Yeah. You know, you're all art guys yeah, at no, art no, school. Yeah, that's right. No, we were, we were definitely an art school band and, and that, you know, that sort of shared interest probably helped us stay together and relate to each other, you know, as a band, because we had that, that you know, that um, basic, you know, shared beginning, I guess. Yeah, and it's a rare thing, isn't it, when you get together with that bunch of people and you're with them for so long. And yeah, that, that's right, because a lot of bands do end up hating each other and, you know, having um, <laughs> litigation and stuff, even though there was a little bit of that with the mentors after after Peter and I left um, Bird and... Uh, and uh, Greedy and Martin fell out and had a, a court case, which was unfortunate. But well, you guys actually, let's face it, are, are two of the most. You and Pete are two, obviously brothers, but you're you're the band that won't break up, aren't you? <laughs> no, we've actually been together longer than the Mentors. We've been the Dog Trumpets been together Big brothers. for thirty years <laughs> yeah. now. So, uh, and I, you know, I started jamming with Peter when he was about probably twelve, and I was seventeen or eighteen, or he might have been a bit younger actually. Yeah. But they're great things too, aren't they? When you, when you can actually have something that you can share, uh, and it's you know it's, it's a vocation you can make money out of it, but also it's what you want to do. Yeah, no, no, it's a good. I mean, obviously, you know, I'd probably still have a fair bit to do with him if we weren't working together. But mm. you know, working together as a as a band, it really, you know, we we you know we have close contacts still, which is good. Mum mum would have liked that to continue. Do you still have two parents? No, no, they they both both departed some time ago. I think uh, you know about fifteen years ago for mum and about twenty for dad. So mum always said, "Yeah, you do it everything fifty fifty, share and share alike." Yeah, which we try and do. So uh, on the records, we always have fifty fifty songwriting. So isn't that nice? <laughs> what what other things did your mother teach you that that you hang on to these days? Um, she she didn't teach us anything apart from the fifty fifty rule. That was it. That was, that was it. it. No, well, you know, she she would um, teach you not to be naughty, but and you know, you'd, but you are <laughs> probably yeah. No, that's that's true. Um, she wouldn't have liked the swearing on this new record. Whenever we did, you know, she was always, she'd always be very proud of our records and mm. play them to our friends. But if there was anything untoward, she wouldn't. She wouldn't like the records where there was a swear word or. Once I even said in a song that Dad was drinking at the hotel and she got very upset about that as really? well. Really? Yeah. But that's mum's. Yeah, I guess so. How could you air the family business like that on your record? Exactly. No, and, and mum was, you know, Northern English working class and they don't they don't like you to talk about family affairs outside no. of the family. Yeah. Have you got kids, Reg? Yes, I've got three children. What ages are they? Oh, um, let me think, 30... 36, 39 and 42. So they're wow. quite grown adults, aren't quite, they? Quite grown up, yep. yep. <laughs> and what would you like them to learn from you as, as they get older? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm not sure what I'd like them to learn from me um, to stay alive. That's probably what... Cling on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep <laughs> clinging on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, my one of my daughters is a painter, so she's taken some influence there, and my other daughter's a, a, an actress, comedian. 
Um, and my son does, you know, Aussie-style hip-hop and graphics. He's got a day job, um, mm. but he's a, you know, real computer, you know, expert. And yeah. So, that you know, I guess they've taken some some influence from the family business to some extent. Do you see it as their role to look after you as you get older and <laughs> perhaps slightly infirm? Well, I don't see it as their role. It would be nice if they did that hopefully they won't have to but you know i'd rather sort of in a way i'd rather drop dead than be, be a burden be a huge burden or you know being you know living some miserable life in a in a nursing home or something of that of that nature i think we've all got that feeling like the last place we really want to go is a nursing home yes that's uh, right only because we've seen nursing homes and, and yeah, just no. think no no not not a trick is there a hope of yours there could be like a, a you know a a dog trumpet home? Well, you know, I mean, I, I must say a few friends have mentioned the thing that would be nice if you, you know, if you are in a nursing home that you were, it's sort of a rock and roll nursing home or an art nursing home, so you're with people that you've got something in common with, I guess, and it's a bit more easygoing or whatever. But Yeah. Um, it, it, it's actually something that's common to a lot of us around our age, I reckon, Reg, that Friends look at look at the options that there are for old age and go, no, that's that's just not us. <laughs> no. We want to buy some gorgeous property, you know, in a r- sylvan setting, and and hire a cook and a driver and a you know yeah, drug well, dealer or whatever. That, that, yeah, that's a, all those things sound good. I'll I'll, I'll I'll buy a ticket for that one. <laughs> Re- reserve me a room, thank you. <laughs> Come this way with me now, Mr. Bombassa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, uh, you know, Reg, we, we try and delve into the, the things people have learned um, about themselves and, and any tips we can they can possibly share with others. Uh, first off, when did you realise you were suddenly senior? And then what have you learned since that have been tips you could pass on? Um, well, I, I guess I... I guess I learned I was senior when I started having a couple of you know uh, health issues, but but I mean I mean other things I've learned I think you know I mean at times I've had you know a little bit of anxiety and depression and you know a lack of confidence when I was younger you know not so much now so I guess you hopefully grow out of those things or you know start to realise that it's pointless worrying about small things or or even big things in fact if you can avoid it because worrying doesn't help you know you often worry and worry about something then it's not a bit problem you think well why did I Waste spend time. time torturing myself and waking up mm. in the middle of the night and thinking about that stuff so to be able to put that those kind of things aside and not let them mess your life up would be a good bit of advice to yeah. get yeah. from someone or give someone I guess. And are there things you still want to achieve Reg do you have some uh, ambition to achieve things still at this stage? Um, probably slightly less so. <laughs> I always had fantasies about ruling the world when I was a child, so oh, really? I'm still <laughs> looking forward to that. Jeez, you've left your run a bit late. I mean, I, I mean, I must say the last two or three art shows I've had, I have announced that I have a new political um, artistic movement party, global party. It's called Simplisticism. Oh, yeah. What's like it? That. Sorry, it what's it called? Simplisticism. What's- Oh, so nice. if you're a, you're a simpleton, if you're uh, if you're a subscribing to simplisticism, <laughs> oh yes, so you know join today's go ahead simpleton. Join today. There's no there's no fees for joining up. There's no paperwork. I mean, there's only one 
one directive, which is be kind, be kind to yourself, mm. to other humans, to the animals, to the planet, etc. Oh, I think I'm, I... Angie, are we going to join? So you can join us. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. no, I'm, I'm on board Do we get a badge? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, as I said, there's no paperwork, there's no no money involved, there's no real... Okay. There's no uniform yet. No. Um, no, you know, no badge, <laughs> uniform, logo. I'm, I'm working on that stuff, but okay. part, part of its attraction is that there's nothing really except for saying you... You're a member of the, um, of a, you're a simpleton. Well, I, th- I love that. I think I want to see the poster. Yeah. I really want to see the poster. Have you done the poster yet, Rick? No, no, I haven't, but I've, I've done, you know, there's, there's lettering saying simplisticism <laughs> on my last couple of uh, exhibition catalogues with an with a introductory essay explaining it. But I think that's really reflective of, of where we all are, because as you get older, I, I tend to think it's all about letting go. Uh, and you, you know, you were talking earlier about you're worried about the big things or the little things or whatever it is. I find I observe more than anything. I, the the things that used to really piss me off or really worry me, nowadays I just more observe them, and they I don't they don't sort of uh, attach themselves to me anymore. I, I I know many times we talked about politics and everything like that, and it's yeah. still there, yeah. but I'm not as worried about it as I was. No, that, no, that's a good idea because you, you, you can still get wound up about it. I mean, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world. I mean, you know, basically I, I do tend to think unless the human race can somehow transform its consciousness, we're probably doomed to extinction. And I'm not yeah. sure how to achieve that, um, whether we can think our way out of it because we've still got, still got... I mean, that's what that song on this record about, the fact that we've still got all these enormous arsenals and armies and belligerent states who want to bully their own people and their neighbours, so... How do we get beyond that? You know, I mean, it's a just don't difficult submarines again. Di- yeah, yeah, well, God. you know, I mean, that's that's a that's a fairly ridiculous concept and <laughs> expensive, expensive, possibly you know, pointless um, acquisition. Well, I always think it. You know, I, the more and more I hear about it, the more I keep thinking these days. Suppose they gave a war and nobody came, and I get the <laughs> feeling we're getting closer and closer to that. Where we've got all the high tech weaponry, we spent all yeah, our exactly. money on, and nobody wants to use it. I mean, all we need is all those soldiers to say, "No, I don't want to do no, this." No, no, I I not today. That's I can't, right. can't fit you in till Wednesday. Can't fit that in. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, there have been mutinies in the past, but only small, and they've generally been suppressed. But wouldn't that be great if they all just said, no, we don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, Put the weapons absolutely. down. Spend the money on something useful. Hey, so, Reg, what was the last thing that you painted or drew? Um, I would have drawn some a hillside and some trees on Sunday in Tasmania. Mm. And it, well, in fact, I was working on it. I was finishing it off this morning. So, mm. so a couple of hours ago I was colouring the picture in because I draw the pictures quickly in charcoal in the car and then I'll colour them in at home. And charcoal? Yeah, charcoal, yes. Beautiful. So have you got charcoal on you now? Are you I, carrying I any no, charcoal No, no I, I don't have it on me. Oh, but good. It, but it, I mean, if I'm in the car, I'll have a bag with my... If we're travelling somewhere, mm. I'll have a sketchbook and a, and a bag of pencils and charcoal. The only trick is you need um, a fixative. If you're flying on the plane, you can't take it, so you've got to buy fixative wherever you go, which can be tricky if you can't find an art shop. Wow. I never thought, why charcoal? Is that because it's a uh, a really expressive thing? You actually don't get a fine line, you actually get, or you do get a fine line? You, you can get a fine line. No, I like it because it, it is expressive and you can, you know, you can rub it, you can put tone on it very quickly and and it, if you're using a, a charcoal stick, it will, if you're using it vigorously, it'll crack and break so you get interesting 
accidental effects, but and you can use the pencils too, which are you know sharper and harder, so mm. less. But because it smudges easily, that's why you need the um, fixative. What a fantastic thing to have to fall back on. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm I'm so envious of you on many different ways, purely because you're such a great muso, uh, such a great writer, but also the art, I think, would be a great thing because even when you're just sitting around, you can do something that you're really enjoying and yeah. get something out of it. Yeah, no I've, no, I've always enjoyed it since I was a small child. I've drawn assiduously, mm. you know, so. Mm. And it, it, it is it has a meditative um quality as well to it yeah it's quite relaxing fantastic unless it's unless you're messing up badly then you might get irritated but. are there old people who you admire and you've thought that's who i want to be well i mean no one specifically but when you i mean when you look at i mean musicians tend to not live as long because i think the average age of death for a musician is around 60 but you know we do see all these great iconic musical figures who are now in their 80s and some of them even I mean Chad Morgan played at the gig we did um, a couple of weeks ago in, in Victoria he wow. played he played the night before and he's 90 God. and he's still performing so I mean has he still know, got the teeth he's still, he I think he's hopefully he's still got his wooden teeth I didn't see him on that <laughs> on that occasion but you know that and, you know and bands like the Stones are still playing and yeah it's pretty amazing and there's a lot of old artists that are you know I mean there's a artist in Australia called Guy Warren in Sydney who's, um, I think he's 101 now and still painting and Isn't that still amazing? Working. Yeah. yeah. Well listen, I think you're a beacon, you're a shining light for all of us, Reg. And I love your motto be kind. Mm. Yeah, and it's simple, it's easy, it uh, doesn't require too much thinking. I'm with you. Thank you, Reg. Lovely to chat again. Thank you so much. No worries, thanks for having us on the show. Always a pleasure, Reg. We love you. <laughs> and vice versa. Please like and also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. <laughs> if it's not, that's right. fuck off. Yes. See you next time, Ange. Bye. And I want wine with my meds. <laughs> yes, <that's right. laughs>